the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 2. How being flexible can help you succeed. Five, six, seven, eight. everyone, and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Tyler Critelli, founder of Cinnamon Horchata Lip Balm, and you're listening to another episode of the Dancepreneuring Studio. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is flexibility. Flexibility is a component of physical fitness, and in dance, it's something that is constantly worked on. There are a number of factors that can affect your flexibility, such as age, joint structure, your activity level, and things like that, but you can still work on it whether you dance or do something else for physical activity. I want to talk about flexibility not only in a physical sense, but also in terms of life and business. You need to be flexible in how you deal with things that come, and not only how you deal with them, but most importantly, the attitude that you adopt in dealing with these changes. I hope you enjoy this following interview that talks about being adaptable, being flexible, and changing the direction of a business model and the success that comes from that. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Thank you for joining me today. And I know I've told you on a previous episode that we're going to be bringing you some amazing people in the dance and entrepreneurial world. And I think the two worlds together make for a really interesting mix. And I think that you're going to learn so much from these people. Some of these people you may have heard of, you might, you might not have heard of, but either way, you're going to learn something great from them. I want to bring on Tyler Critelli. You're going to love him. I actually found out that he's an entrepreneur just in passing conversation. He, he teaches dance at the studio that I go to. He's a great great teacher, just a great communicator. And I just was very interested in finding out more about his background after I found out that he was an entrepreneur as well. He is the founder and CEO of a very successful lip balm company called Sinman, and it's sold all over the world. It's been featured on some prominent blogs such as Zoe Report and Pop Sugar. And Tyler is not only a dance teacher, he's a surfer. He's won competitions in the dance and surf arena, as well as an entrepreneur. And so without further ado, I want to introduce Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, thank you so much for joining me in the dance. Thanks for having me. The dance, everybody. (laughs) You guys are going to love him. This is great. So let's just get right into it. What was your inspiration to start Cinnamon? And what business lesson do you want to pass on that you've learned that was unexpected in the process of starting and running your business? 
Well, Cinnamon started as a clothing idea, actually, between my friend Jesse and I. And we'd been working on making these special slacks and we were running into problems sourcing some fabric and we didn't want to delay too much in the branding and the process of getting the word out so we were looking for cool business card type ideas but not a business card so I was teaching tap one day and one of my tap students came in and brought me a lemon chapstick now let's harken back to when I was like a kid I mean I have loved cinnamon since eating churros at Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, I cannot tell you how obsessed with cinnamon I am. I still have friends who I haven't talked to in years who I'll get text messages from of pictures of some random cinnamon nuts they found at some fair or a whole row of cinnamon rolls and they're like, thinking about you. Uh, everything <laughs> cinnamon related. I love it. So she brings me this little lemon chapstick and immediately I knew, hey, if you can just do this in like a crafts class, I already know what flavor I'm going to do. I love cinnamon. So I knew like I, I was introduced to horchata which is a Mexican and Spanish kind of rice milk cinnamon beverage. It's next to the orange bang machine usually yes. if you ever go into a Mexican <laughs> restaurant it's right there and uh I was introduced to that in college, which was really late, actually. But ever since then, I, I just can't get enough. So I took the idea to make a cinnamon lip balm as our business card idea for the slacks. So I started handing it out to friends. And about a week after, I, I was just in the kitchen, scripting it together. I looked up how to do it on YouTube. About a week later, I start getting calls from boutiques, from friends that had just gone in and been using it at the front desk, kind of like one in Burbank called and said, oh, hi, uh, your friend came in. She used your lip balm in the front. We, we have to have it in here. I was like, well, we're just kind of giving it away as a business card. I can I can send you guys a box and then I can tell you when the pants are ready and then we can bring the pants into your shop. And she was like, no, I don't think you get it. Like we want to sell the lip balm in the store. And then I went, oh, okay, maybe we got to switch our whole approach to what we're doing. And ever since then, we pretty much stopped doing clothes altogether and have been focusing mainly on lip balm and then advancing cinnamon into a full cosmetic and then in the future, a lot of different areas. So we've been kind of just focusing on the lip balm right now. That's our only product out, but uh, hang on for a wild ride because we're going to be kind of branching out into the whole cosmetic world and then might bring the pants back, might get a little hipster and open a little Venice shop. We got some stuff in the works. That's really exciting. And I have to tell you guys, I use the lip balm and I love it. And you can really tell a difference. I mean, there's so many lip balm companies or so many brands and types. And I love how smooth it is. And it's just, it's very simple packaging. It's just, it's a great product and it's all organic. So I really encourage you guys to try it and we'll have some the links to um, in the show notes so that you can find out more about Tyler and his company. But What's super cool about the lip balm in terms of its ingredients, yeah, we use all organic natural ingredients and we package it in all recycled materials. But the cinnamon itself, which I didn't know until I started researching all of the cosmetic benefits of cinnamon, is it actually plumps your lips. It promotes blood flow to the areas that it's applied. And especially your lips, it adds a bit of fullness. It kind of naturally plumps them as a little bit of spice. And so I thought that it'd be cool. We 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 uh, messed around with making a, a sunscreen. That was a bad idea. <laughs> if we put it on, we're all excited. We're about to jump in the water. <laughs> Ten seconds later, our faces are burning. And we're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't use this to clog our pores and set our faces on fire. But on the lips, it's incredible. That it is. It is. And so from what I'm hearing is that you started with one idea. It actually went into another. And now it's 
spurred on as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of ideas. So with this, these cosmetics that are coming out. So what would you tell people if they're starting their business? I see a lot of people that are kind of fearful, like, oh, I don't know what to do or all of, a lot of these what ifs. It sounds like you just went for it. You had an idea. You guys had an idea. You went for it. And then you just kind of changed course as you went along. Yeah, kind of the, the clothing thing was the first thing. And we were really inspired and we're trying to just be, you know, cool, basically. We didn't really know anything about making clothes. So we had to find out how to make clothes and sewing and get this whole thing going. And then once the, the lip balm was put into my hands, it almost kind of like I could close my eyes and see the entire future of the company. I knew exactly what products I wanted to make. I knew how I wanted to evolve the company, how long I wanted to take. And that was pretty much since day two of making the product. I mean, it was like, okay, let's make a lip balm. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you have this whole path in front of you and all you have to do is walk it. So I wouldn't say I spent a lot of time thinking about it. It literally just kind of popped into my head, just like, you know, tap and, and music ideas. It just kind of showed up and it went, here it is. Now you just have to do it. That's great. That's great. That's just, I'm really excited to get into to more of this. So let's kind of switch gears and let's talk about dance and we'll kind of come back, yeah. know, back and forth with this. So as a dance teacher, what has been the most important thing you have learned in dealing with the different ages and backgrounds of your students? You, I know you teach from really young to moms with kids. And what I noticed, what I have to tell you guys about Tyler is that he's really, he has several open, uh, open level classes that he teaches. And He's really good about adapting so that everyone can learn, but he challenges everyone in a very positive way. Not all teachers do that very well. So he has a real gift in that. So um, what do you, what would you say about that with t- uh, teaching and um, coaching these different people with these different backgrounds? Well, I would say there's one thing that is a plus and a big negative to just my basic teaching style. And I don't mean this to be offensive to anybody. I have a bad short-term memory as it is. So I don't know many of my students' names. And I've never been able to remember names just in general in life. I'm great with faces, personalities. I can remember people and their energies. But names, I've always had a really hard time with. And especially with teaching younger kids and younger girls, it's just helped keep everybody on an even playing field for me. So I can't pick favorites. And just given our society and me being just a young male in a dance world of, of little girls, I know parents are, you know, they're cautious and everybody wants to be careful. And you never know who you can trust. And we've had experience with my mom's dance studio in the past with teachers who've crossed lines that shouldn't have been crossed. And I make sure that the line is nice right there in the sand. You know where that line is. And I'm kind of like sitting dumb in the back. Like, I don't know your name. I know what you do, but it's like you stay across that line. And that kind of helps keep everybody in an even playing field. And they know like, oh, I'm not his favorite. Oh, I can't do it. Nobody has special privileges. In terms of different levels, it's just kind of dealing with different, just like different personalities. Some people can deal with all kinds of personalities. And when you're teaching, say, a beginner and an advanced person, the same kind of dance, you want to find a middle ground where the the advanced person is challenged with little intricate things that you add into their steps, whether it's adding, I'm going to say a tap term here. This is, this is a pullback. <laughs> Go for it. Whether I'm going to throw like a pullback in one of their shuffles just to get some more sounds while a beginner is doing just like one slow shuffle so that nobody's bored. And then I also want the beginners to try these harder steps, even though there's no chance they could get them. They don't know what they're doing. It's just getting their feet to move a certain way and getting them to hear certain steps or feel certain steps while watching other people that know how to do them. And 
that's, I feel like, inspirational for them. It doesn't hold back the advanced people. But, I mean, let's not beat around the bush. It's hard to kind of find an even playing ground. And I see people get frustrated when there's beginners in the class and it's holding people back. But at the end of the day, you kind of want everybody to push each other. So when people are taking a stance like, oh, this person's holding me back. Well, it's like, okay, they might be holding you back, but you have to take the approach and lift them up. You're in class with them too. It's not just they're in class with you. So lead by example. Everybody's kind of got to take responsibility for their own steps and their own intention. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's so true. And I think that's so applicable to everything that you do in life. Yeah. Taking that responsibility. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. It's just changing your, your mind state. You know, if you're trying to get all advanced, I can give you a bunch of advanced steps at this beginning thing. But I'd rather you do simple steps very clear so that if that beginner dancer isn't looking at me for steps in case they're too far in the back or there's too many people they can see you and then they are looking up to you as a dancer and then you have somebody as like to mentor in a sense yeah that's that's great even for an hour a year Mm -hmm. that's awesome so with everything that you do how do you stay productive with teaching running your business um i spread real thin (laughs) That's kind of how I've been all my life because I get really bored easily. I don't watch any TV. I don't really know what's going on in the world except in the mornings. I'll listen to NPR or I'll go on CNN.com, but it's really depressing. So I guess it's kind of immature for me to be like, I don't really know what's going on in the world, but I have so much going on every minute. And I just got a girlfriend and that takes up a bunch of time and money. Baby, if you're listening to this, (laughs) you got to cut down on some of these meals, girl. Um, so it's very true, though, because, you know, most entrepreneurs that are in the thick of doing things don't have time for those kind of things. I was mentioning something to someone about I don't really know the top 40 music unless I'm at the studio and someone brings it up and oh, yeah. know, uses it. I don't really know what's going on. I figure if it's important enough and that I need to know about it, someone will tell me. Usually I don't want to know. Like you said, it's yeah. depressing. And you'll hear it in dance classes, too. But a lot of coffee helps. <laughs> And just my sleep schedule. I put off a lot of sleep to wrap sticks because I do everything right now from from making the sticks to packaging everything. And luckily, I have my, my partner to help with a lot of the photo shoots and a lot of the, the marketing side of things. But our hands are full and I just I won't do anything by itself, I guess you could say, because I feel like everything goes hand in hand. And the more well-rounded you are, the better you are maybe at those certain things in a different way. Maybe you're not a full master of what you're doing, but it's going to be a lot different because your influences are a lot different. And I don't want to talk trash about, say, like, for example, the tap world. But a lot of the tap world does a lot of the same things, a lot of the same steps, a lot of the same combination of steps. And because I'm so far out of it and I haven't studied with anybody and learned kind of in that same path that one would by fully indulging themselves into a certain world like that, you kind of get a fresh shot at everything, whether it's making chapstick. For example, I haven't made chapstick before this. I had no idea. And now I got to be a little Walter White in my kitchen. But yeah, I think all that goes hand in hand. And and I just, like I said, I get bored really easily. So I need a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up in the morning and go surf every day, you know, instead of going to the gym or something. I just try to find things that make me happy and then just do a lot of it. I agree. I agree. I love that. I did some researching. I know we talked a little bit about your background. We, we talked about you being an entrepreneur and a surfer and all that kind of stuff. But I did not know that you attended 
Santa Clara University. I did. And you studied music. Yeah, I was a music major. Yeah, and you you compose and you produce music. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. So I got a music studio. Yeah, so talk a little bit about that and what your aspirations are for that. What what are you doing? What do you plan to do? Well, that was my main thing. That and dance were kind of like top things I was doing right before the chapstick thing took off. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just, I had to put everything on pause with it. I haven't been to my studio in two and a half months now. Haven't written a note. It's horrible. It's horrible. But I also kind of see it as I got to take a break from it, really push this thing. And then when I come back to it, I'm just going to have a nice fresh fresh face to start with but music is kind of everything to me i'm really happy that i get to tap every day because it is like making music and i just try to listen to as much different music all the time and that's one thing that i love about making chapstick is i can just put you know my headphones on and kind of not focus but still you're making a great product that people love and i just i think that's fantastic and you're doing something that you love yeah and so that's great i also found out that you you're a good cook too is that true chapstick yeah cook chapstick cookie okay i was gonna ask you what kind of cuisine gosh it's like you do everything um i make a good pesto Love pesto, homemade <laughs> pesto. I got some, a good rib recipe, um, a sausage pasta, and I like breakfast things. Mm-hmm. I like making breakfast bowls with rice and beans and jalapenos, I like some spicy like stuff. Spicy. I eat probably more tacos than anybody ever. I turn <laughs> everything into tacos. All my leftovers get turned into tacos. And yeah, I love food. Is that why you're at Chipotle a lot? I think you mentioned something about oh, Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I don't go to Chipotle that much. You don't? Okay. I just was quoting that one video of that little kid where he goes, Chipotle is my life. Oh, I haven't, you seen, haven't seen that. that? No, oh, I'll okay, have to look that up. Oh, that's that. funny. Okay. Well, at least it's close to the taco thing. That's that's close oh, yeah. enough. So if people want to find out more about you, I know there's, there's so much that you can do and so much that you offer. Um, where can they go to find out more about you and connect with you? Personally, to be honest, I keep pretty much my personal stuff. Actually, I categorize everything where it's like I have an Instagram that's totally for dance, which is Tyler underscore Critelli with a C. I have my cinnamon account, which is sin underscore men. And you can go to sin-men.com for the full site. And we're on um, Facebook as well. But that's pretty much just all Instagram pictures. Okay. And uh, I have a personal account. I have another personal account. I have a I'm a part of a surfboard company called Davenport Surfboards, and you can find us on Instagram at Davenport underscore surfboards. And that's my buddy Adams. He's a shaper. He makes some great surfboards out of uh, Hermosa Beach. And I don't know, Google? I'm not sure. You found out a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to surprise you with something that you didn't tell me about. So, but yeah, I, I don't very... know. I'm a pretty private person. I don't really like to be out there as like the fa- like n- nobody. Besides people, I guess, like do a lot of research, find out that I'm the owner of the company. Mm-hmm. We don't put it on the website. I don't really want that to be a face thing. I just want the product there. Even same with dance, but it's hard to do that with dance when you are the dancer. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Just blur my face on all the on my videos. I don't know. No, but I know people enjoy those videos. You know, I think it's really important that the people see such a diversity in your background and get to know you, but even though you're such a private yeah. person, but they can it's find It's hard you. to do that, though, because a lot of people look at 
individuals as only being able to be a master of one thing. And that's almost like my product. That's why we're only doing one product now, where it's like, I don't want to come out there with a shampoo, a lip balm, five different flavors of lip balm, even where it's like, you just want to do one thing super well. And I feel like I understand that because that's kind of how I judge people too and judge products, even though that's not who I am. You know, I love doing a lot of things. I like being the jack of all trades kind of person. But uh, I don't I don't really like to, I guess, be the face or take credit. I would just rather have the product sell itself. Well, the product is great. And I thank you. you. Know, obviously, <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I love it. And obviously, with the success that you're having nationally, internationally, and I'm looking forward to seeing everything else, else that's going to develop. And so thank you so much for being here. Of course. In the Pleasure. Thanks for and having me. I, I'm really looking forward to having another awesome. conversation. When great job in class today. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Tyler, and I would love to hear any situations where you had to change course and be flexible, and what positive came out of that situation. I would really appreciate your feedback at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 002, where you will also find the show notes for this session. You can also subscribe on iTunes and leave me a review there, and I will mention your name in an upcoming session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. And coming up next week in the Dancepreneuring Studio five easy ways to make your business pop. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.